Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome to our first Wednesday Advent service of the season. We begin our message today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's message is a short one, but it's filled with our Lord's words and scriptures. We believe that every time we hear his word, the Holy Spirit works within us to give us the understanding of faith and also peace. Now, it's that time of year again, Christmas season. But it doesn't feel like Christmas season, does it? Or does it? With all the difficulty that's been going on this year, it's easy to miss that feeling of Christmas. It's easy to get caught up in the moment and forget why we're celebrating Christmas in the first place. But we, as Christians, rejoice. We rejoice with our brothers and with our sisters because we are reminded by the saving grace of our Lord and his full and complete work on the cross. So we take a look at our gospel reading for today, starting at the 18th verse, and it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Brothers and sisters, this meeting is taking place in a mountain in Galilee. Now the disciples are all there waiting on Christ. They had established already before his death on the cross that they would meet in this place afterwards. And so they're waiting there. And suddenly Christ appears. Our Lord appears and some begin to worship him and others doubted. They couldn't believe that it really was the Lord. But Christ moves in closer and closer and speaks so that they may recognize him. Our Lord is standing before his disciples, and here is the key difference. He is no longer standing there in humility and in weakness. Rather, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Our Lord is saying that the Almighty, God the Father, has given him all authority in heaven and on earth, establishing his dominion over all of creation and the heavens. In this moment, Christ is declaring lordship, his divinity. He is the almighty God with unlimited authority. And because we believe, we believe Christ, and we believe that what he says is true, then we believe these words. And so after he establishes his authority, he says his first decree, or as we all come to know, his great commission. And so he says, Go, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Brothers and sisters, go. He's speaking to you. This is the duty of those that are called Christians. And this isn't called the great choice or the great option. 
This is called the Great Commission because it's just that. To be appointed or to do is the, the meaning of the word commission. And that is what Christ is doing to us. He says, go into all the nations, Christ says, all the nations. The whole sphere, the whole globe is our mission field. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start out in a different nation, in a different country, in a different city. We give thanks to our Lord, though, because He is good and, is, and He's merciful. And He sends out missionary workers to the fields of harvest. We are truly blessed to have these missionaries. But perhaps your mission field is your own city. Perhaps your mission field is your own block. Maybe it's your own street. Or maybe it's your own home. But this, this message is often misunderstood or ignored. My brothers and sisters, let's not overthink these verses. Go into all the nations doesn't mean go to only the adults. It doesn't mean go to only the grown-ups. It doesn't mean go only to the men, only to the rich. When our Lord Jesus Christ, who holds all dominion and all authority, says go to all the nations, we believe and we confess that he means all the nations. Men, women, children, yes, even babies, the sick, the healthy, the old, the rich and the poor. Our Lord Jesus Christ is in a few words, single-handedly saying to us, I am for everyone, and everyone deserves me. And I know that some people out there don't like this. Maybe they don't get it. But also, we know that our Lord is good and that his word is alive. And I wouldn't be standing here if I tried to understand and logically reason my way out of the Bible. Rather, we, as in you and I, and all the brothers and sisters who join us to hear this message, we are here because God is true. Because our God is a good God because our God has saved us so that we may be able to go out and reach others and he may save them. And so there are two means of grace because our God is true and our God is good. There are two means of grace that our Lord shows us on how to disciple. And, and with this, brothers and sisters, we near the end of, the, of, of my message, of our message today, but this is the most important part and these aren't my words. These aren't my ideas. And you shouldn't care about my words or my ideas. These are the teachings that our Lord has for us this day. The first means of discipleship that our Lord shows us is baptizing. We baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the true and triune God. This is the same God that we confess in the entirety of the creed. Then, brothers and sisters, the second means of making disciples 
is by teaching the nations of all the teachings of Christ to hold closely to his teachings, not my teachings, not your teachings, not the teachings of any human or the ideas or the thoughts, but the teaching to observe all things that I, says Christ, have showed you. Teaching them his good word, his message, his gospel. This is what the gospel is about. This is what all preaching should be filled with. Nothing more and nothing less. And if we carry out this message, if we carry out this mission that our Lord has sent us, then he has a promise for you. For you. For you. His promise is to be with you during all your days. To be with you until you are called to stand in his presence. And so, brothers and sisters, during this time of Christmas season, let us, let you, you, let us be the ones who make it feel like Christmas. Let us be the ones that spread that Christmas message, the Christmas joy. A little word, a little play on words that I was thinking about as I was writing this was let us spread Christmas. Mass meaning more in Spanish, Christ, mass. It, it works in my head. <laughs> let us be the ones to show our friends and our families, strangers and enemies, the reason why you, why I, why we all celebrate Christmas, the reason why Christ will come in 26 days, a little more over than 2,000 years ago. Teach them, remind them, and show them that he came for them, for you. Amen.